Welcome to the Piece of Cake Podcast. I'm Emily. And I'm Brianne. And we're here to make your wedding planning a piece Piece of of cake. cake. Who are we? Just a couple of best friends who are passionate about weddings and all the little details along the way. We've been brides and bridesmaids, day off coordinators, and party planners. We're accountants by day. And wedding enthusiasts by night. We'll use our experience and attention to detail to help you plan your special day. We know this is a really exciting time in your life, but the logistics can be stressful. That's where we come in. Tune in with us every week and your wedding will be a piece piece of cake. Today is a super extra special episode because we have some guests with us. So until now, you've heard the bride's perspective from Brian and I, and today we're going to flip it around and we brought in the big guns. <laughs> we have some grooms with us. So we were able to pull them away from the football game for long enough to have them chat with us about weddings. And we also have another special guest here. She's been a bridesmaid in both me and Emily's weddings, and you've heard a lot about her in the other episodes, but we maybe haven't mentioned her by name yet. So we have our bridesmaid, Katie, here with us. Hi, I'm Katie, and I, like Brian said, was a bridesmaid in both Emily and Brian's wedding. And they were both bridesmaids in mine, which was about three years ago on this coming Tuesday. So that's very exciting. Happy early anniversary. Thank you. So we have all three of our husbands here as well, and we will have them introduce themselves and also say how they proposed because that's fun. Yeah. Who wants to start us out? I'll go first. Kyle Cross Angel, married to Katie. Uh, I proposed at Pike's Place Market. Uh, It was the lighting festival, and when the lights turned on, I dropped to a knee and asked Katie to marry me. The Christmas lights. The Christmas lights. Santa Claus was up there. Santa Claus. I waited until I saw Santa Claus. (laughs) Ethan and I were there, and it was so fun to see your face because you were so surprised. (laughs) (laughs) Good job, Kyle. Yes, thank you. Hi, I'm Ethan Marks. I proposed to Emily at a winery local to us, and I went out tasting with her, my sister and my cousin, and surprised her on the way out with a bottle of champagne. Oh, the best. (laughs) Champagne is so fun. And that's super fun because we're actually going wine tasting today, too. (laughs) Yeah. I'm Parker. I married Brianne three years ago. I proposed at a Seattle Mariners game along with her family members were there to help me. I had her take the long way through Safeco Field. People were holding some signs on our way out to some lyrics of one of our favorite songs. It's Taylor Swift. (laughs) (laughs) And Ed Sheeran. And yeah, there's a big glove out in left field outside of the gates and I was out there with a guitar playing the song and to my left and right were her father and grandfather that said, will you on one sign and marry me on the other and was able to drop down to a knee and the rest is history, so. And I cried so much, I couldn't even answer you. And that makes me want to cry a little bit more now, too. And I just got goosebumps from our stories. <laughs> so, we love you guys, and we're so excited that you're here today to yeah. chat with us about weddings. So, for the first question, we'll start out with asking, what parts of wedding planning did you actually care about? Well, I really cared about the venue. Uh, was really important. I'm an avid golfer, and we knew we were going to have a big 
group of people. My family's rather large. <laughs> and so I just wanted enough space and obviously a beautiful location and, and we were lucky enough to, to find one. So that was really important to me. Also, the bar and the food was obviously a, a big thing as well. I want everybody to have a good time and, and be full and, and whatnot. So I, I took a lot of time finding the right food and, and obviously uh, making sure we had enough alcohol to drink and cover everybody. And we had your very favorite food, right? We did. We did. What was it? Oh, well, we had the chini alfredo, yes. <laughs> um, yeah, so a, a pasta bar, which was awesome. And then the music... I created the playlist that I wanted the DJ to kind of follow throughout the night to make sure that we had, you know, enough dance music and then enough time where people could still talk and, and have reasonable conversation without loud music being overplayed and, and whatnot. So uh, those are probably the big three that I took away from and, and cared most about. Probably the biggest thing for me to plan was the beer. My family <laughs> yes. has. Yes, that does not surprise me. <laughs> my family has a lot of beer geeks, including me, and so that was just kind of a way for me to kind of show my family that I care. I enjoyed venue searching, and then after that, it was just kind of a lot of just weird little things that mattered to me, but nothing that really sticks mm -hmm. out. Can you talk a little bit more about the beer? Because I know you did some special things with it. Yeah, we did. I have a friend from way back in the day who is a avid home brewer, and he brewed a couple of specialty beers for the wedding. Uh, one was a chocolate orange imperial stout, and one was a pineapple uh, pale ale. Yeah. Have we actually got to like decide what kind of beer yeah. he was going to brew for us, like pick yep. the flavors, and then you got to go over it and help? Yep. That's and awesome. Because those are like flavors you don't it's really special. see. Yeah. yeah. So, and then we also had a few uh, commercial beers that were also very fun. Mm -hmm. Local beers. Mm -hmm. Nice. I think the most exciting and fun part for me was going wedding cake tasting. <laughs> uh, didn't know how much fun that could be. That was um, fun. Yeah. So we got a good little cake picked out. My mom actually went uh, with Katie and I, so we had a fun little day. After that, I just care about the fun stuff, the food, the drink, <laughs> kind of the... Uh, the goers experience, you know, what they're going to eat, <laughs> what they're going to drink, uh, venue. I think that was important, like the other two guys echoed. And then I really enjoyed planning the honeymoon. I went to Paris and to London, and I'm kind of an avid trip planner, so <laughs> ran away with that. So that was, you plan all of our trips. I do, yeah. I'd say those were my highlights, though. It sounds like the boys care about the fun things. Right. <laughs> That's all about right. Fun all the fun things. Very important. So on the flip side, which parts did you really not want anything to do with when it came to planning. I'll go first. <laughs> uh, flowers, uh, decorations. Uh, those, two, those two really stand out. All the little aspects, I also, it's not that I didn't want to. She'd asked me, I remember she'd up to the room and asked me these questions about it, and I was like, you know, I just don't care. And I think <laughs> she thought I was, you know, oh, you get mad at me. Probably the typical, you know, going to be husband and wife chatter, but I was honestly true. I, I didn't care about a lot of it. And you it, didn't care about anything. No. <laughs> but I made you try to plan stuff, so I put you in charge of aspects because I didn't want to do it all. Well, it wasn't that I didn't care. It's that you'd give me three options, and all three of them, to me, were exactly the same in terms of <laughs> me liking it or not liking it. So I let you run away with it. I feel like that was the start of our life story. Yeah. Hey, I stepped I stepped in when the music man came up and all that other stuff. The music so, man? Yeah, the music man. This is a whole new podcast we need. It's like life takeaways. Right. These are like marriage <laughs> advice. 
Uh, I wanted absolutely nothing to do with the dress. I didn't want to hear about it. Good answer. That's great. This is the continuation of our dress episode, like we said, that you should never tell your groom anything, ask him anything, share anything about your dress. So... Ethan yeah. did a good job on that. Em- Emily was all bubbly and happy about it and, <laughs> and wanted to talk about it. And I'm just like, nope, I don't want to know. Good. And then <laughs> and it was perfect, right? When yeah. you saw it on the day? Yep. And then it was perfect. And then the other thing is I didn't really have a strong preference on things like colors or mm-hmm. design aesthetic. It's just not where I am. Man, you guys took all the good ones there. For sure. <laughs> no, okay. I, I agree. A lot of the small, intricate details and things like that, even the place settings and, and centerpieces and, yeah. and things like that, you know, you do notice on the day of how you know beautiful it is and whatnot, but realistically, uh, I have no artistic <laughs> vision for something like that. So, you know, when you when you have a wife who does this and, and enjoys doing it and has that kind of mindset, you... You know your strengths and weaknesses, so that was definitely something that I would put the ball in her court. And uh, same thing, the the dress as well. I didn't want to be any part of. I wanted that first look coming down the aisle to be special, so I didn't want any hints, anything like that. So probably those are the big ones. I remember during planning talking to you about the height of our centerpieces, yeah, the height, and you yeah. like randomly had an opinion. You're like, "Those are too tall," and I'm like, "Nah, Parker, don't worry. Like, I'll figure it out." And exactly. it worked out, right? Yes, yes, it Boys did. Boys don't always know about heights of centerpieces, and that's okay, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I think that's a good takeaway too, because I know there was sometimes where I was annoyed that Ethan didn't have an opinion yes. on things, because I was like, I "Feel like you do have an opinion. You're just like not telling me or whatever," but. I think it's listening to them. It's true. They probably really don't have an opinion. That's okay. And you should listen to your spouse and just go with it and be like, okay, if they really say that they don't care, then pick what you like and they will enjoy it at the end of the day. That's a life lesson for our other podcast because we do that with ordering dinner all the time. (laughs) I actually don't care. Right. (laughs) And we really do care. So that's okay. We do though look back when you look at your wedding photos and things like that you do realize how special the things that you didn't care about how actually special they do become because you go oh i didn't realize that you did that or i or or how special i remember that that discussion that we had about you know our our cake and and even the design on the cake or the things surrounding it things like that that you can look back and go oh yeah that's that was special that's actually appreciate our little details we work so hard on well i think of course for me i didn't even know i remember the wedding day there were things around that katie had planned that i was like oh man that was an awesome idea (laughs) and i didn't even know i mean even with how the the, our venue was set up it was i remember walking out being like dang this is really cool and and katie had this image you know in her brain and and i didn't even know so i kind of enjoyed some of the little surprises Execution by Ethan and Parker it was. and Brian Everyone and Emily's here. family. Yes. Yeah, shout out to our moms and Brian's <laughs> family for setting help in that. What was your guys' favorite thing from the actual day? I think for me, obviously, you know, saying I do, but I think at that point you're you're nervous and you're kind of, you know, you're wanting everything to go so perfect when everyone's staring at you. So for me, the favorite part was probably after, you know, being introduced back inside for the reception because at that point there was like the, the deep breath, undo the tie a little bit, and now we get to have <laughs> some fun and kind of go mingle with all of the people and really say thanks for joining us for our special day. Yeah, I'd say probably after everything was kind of done and we just kind of turned into the party yeah. uh, you got a chance to go catch up with all of your friends all your family see people you haven't seen in a while yeah. have a drink um, have a drink or two 
test all the fun beers that you haven't had a chance to have yet. Yeah. So. Just kind of see how everything unfolded. Yeah. Looking back, that was probably the most fun for me was just being able to go around. I now have my wife and we can go around and just talk to people uh-huh. and visit. Yeah, absolutely. I think that those are two really good answers and, and I probably fall in the same footsteps. I mean, once that I do happens and you finally get to raise your hands with you know, your lifelong partner and, and walk down the aisle and everybody's cheering and whatnot, it was a great feeling. But yeah, again, loosening the tie and, <laughs> and get to, you know, take a deep breath and all the hard work that went into planning and, and everything you get to actually sit back and enjoy now. So yeah. it was a huge deep sigh of relief and we're here ready to party and have a good time. So yeah. And I know you were living it up on the dance floor. Absolutely. <laughs> so I'm really glad you guys were all able to enjoy the actual day. Um, looking back, do you have any advice for any future grooms or current grooms coming up on their wedding? Okay. I'd say have a conversation with your grooms people uh, before the day. Uh, it doesn't have to be very long, maybe 30 seconds or a minute. Just make sure that they know their expectations. Everyone has heard the horror story of the best man that got absolutely hammered. And you don't want that. And so just make sure that they understand that, hey, until the last toast is done, just keep it chill. Keep it together. <laughs> I appreciate your perspective on groomsmen because that's not something that we know much about or talk much about on the podcast. I put Kyle in charge of groomsmen for that reason. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta wrangle them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'd say advice for a groom. I'd say the one thing I, I learned going through the process was, you know, for me, I always knew, you know, I wanted to get married. It was going to be a great day. I think talking to Katie is knowing that the girls have had this, you know, great elaborate picture of their wedding day since they were little. And for me, it was, yeah. it was kind of letting them just run away with things. And if I didn't have, you know, an opinion, then, then let Katie and, and them go and run with it. Because, again, they have more of a picture of what they're imagining. To me, I didn't have the picture painted. So, you know, I didn't want to step over my boundary and have it not look like what Katie's dreamed of. I like that because that's kind of advice for the bride as well. Like, if you're, right, like if your husband doesn't have opinions, then... It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Another one is... Think about what you actually want for a ring. A lot of guys just go and get a simple metal band and just run on with it. I know we all have a little bit more preference on that, and that's okay. You're going to wear this thing for the rest of your life, so get something that you're happy about and that makes you smile every time you look at it. Will each of you tell us a little bit about what makes your ring unique? Because they all are Mm -hmm. special. I'll go first. Mine has baseball seams in it, which is very fitting because we're a big baseball family as I'm a baseball coach. Um, I think Ethan's exactly right. You wear it for the rest of your life, so you better really like it. So for me, every time I look down and other people see it, it's unique, but it fits my personality and what I do. What's on the inside? And the inside is our wedding date. Smart, so you'll never forget the date. Katie knows me too well. That's another tip for the groups. And it's coming up this week, so. Mine's two-tone, white and yellow gold with engraving on it. Just kind of a almost wave pattern and some detailing. Mine's just a, a silver band, but I don't like wearing any jewelry. And so I had it custom made on the inside with some ridges that actually make it easier to to get off and on and it actually doesn't feel like you're wearing anything i know people say oh the more you wear it the more you get used to it but i was never somebody to wear anything like that so it was really important that if i'm going to wear this rest of my life that it 
like I said, it's comfortable and not going to irritate, you know, mm-hmm. my skin or, or anything like that. I love that because we went in thinking exactly what you said earlier, like Parker doesn't care about the ring. We'll just get a normal band. It'll cost a hundred bucks. And then we found this one that he loved that was special and really worked for him. Right. And if that works for you, then go for it. Yeah. Um, we always say you do you. Yeah. <laughs> I think also when we're talking about advice and whatnot, I didn't know anything about weddings um, and realistically what kind of planning goes into it and didn't realize how much of a time commitment it really is. It's It, so it owns you, yeah, so many details and it owns you for a long time. So just be prepared that every weekend and every night after work or whatever is strictly wedding planning time for <laughs> until the, the day of, you are going to be working on the wedding and you're going to be asked 10,000 questions a day and... Just have the right mindset and, and know that you're, this is your wife's day, it's your day as well, but she's going to want your opinion on things. And like you said, we talked about it, it's okay to not have an opinion. Uh, coming from the guy's side, let them run away with it. But just know that it's going to be, be a lot of work, but in the end result, the day of, it's well worth it. So put in the extra time and put in the extra effort and it, you'll thank yourself later on in life. Is there anything that helped you guys through that process? Like, did you ever have to step away and take a day off or have a drink or anything like that? I think we all kind of relaxed by having a beer or something after. <laughs> I mean, there were times where, you know, it can get overwhelming because of all the details. And as a guy, you know, and, and getting asked 10,000 questions, it, it can be overwhelming. Yeah, talking to a groom's person to just kind of get reminded of, hey, it's okay, you'll make it. To like someone who's already been married. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, you, one of your grooms people, yeah. someone who you're close to who's been married, yeah. a parent, an uncle, whatever. Yeah. Whoever it is that can kind of talk you off that ledge. <laughs> I'd say for us, we, you know, we were pretty organized. And by we, I mean Katie. But, you know, I thought we were pretty organized. So it never really got overwhelming, I thought, um, only because I thought we did a good job with our time management and, and working way ahead of the date to get things done. And obviously the day of, day before, there was all the stress and, and things that pop up, but I don't know. I guess I felt like we were pretty organized through it. Yeah, it wasn't just us. I mean, it takes a village to put a wedding <laughs> on. So you bring yep. in your closest friends and family to help you through that process, and and it all turns out. <laughs> right? We have good friends. They help. <laughs> the best friends for us that was important too since we had an indoor reception but our ceremony was outdoors but we live in seattle and uh, <laughs> it can rain in seattle and so you know being prepared for that it did add an extra layer of stress but we did have a backup plan that if it was to rain that we had our ceremony inside and use the same details and everything that we were going to have on our outside reception and bring them indoors but it is obviously a different atmosphere so we we did have to take into account some things like that and Lucky enough that it did rain in the morning, but it cleared up and was bright and sunny. Okay, let's be real. Not even just the morning. Our wedding was at 4.30. 3 p.m. I was out doing my photos, and it rains on me. Yeah. That was a stressful day, but we made it. We did. And it was outside, and the clouds cleared, and it was perfect. Yes, yes it was. Mm-hmm. It yeah. was perfect. The advice is you don't need to stress because things work out yes. how they should, right? Yes, they do. <laughs> I kind of want to note that there are some grooms that do actually like wedding planning because I met one this past weekend (laughs) at a wedding not the groom that was getting married but one of the helpers and he was super into weddings which was like one of the first grooms I'd met that really cared about (laughs) weddings and he was telling me about his wedding that they got married like 13 years ago or something he 
really liked it. But if you're one of those grooms that really loves weddings, then more power to you and go for it and be involved in it. But I think most of the time that's not the case. But if you do want to be involved or there's like one thing that you want to like take over and talk with your bride about and be like, hey, I really want to be in charge of the flowers or whatever (laughs) for some reason. That's cool. Then talk about that and figure out what you might want to be in charge of for your day. So, do you have any advice for the brides from the man's perspective? Anything we did that you liked or anything we did that drove you crazy? (laughs) Okay, to be honest. (laughs) Yeah, I'd say when being asked and not really having an answer, that that's okay. And that is an answer. Um, It was, I felt like sometimes... Katie took it as like, you know, oh, he just doesn't care or why can't he give an opinion? And it it wasn't that. Sometimes I honestly just didn't know. Like I, I didn't know what to answer because I didn't care, but not in a bad way. Kind of in a like, I don't want to step over and, and make a decision that you kind of would regret looking back. You know, if I don't care, then I want you to pick it. I really felt like that, you know, it was, it's our day, but again, it was you know, you're the one doing most of the planning and, and it's your outlook of what you've wanted since you're little. And I didn't want to step into that. I wanted you to have kind of your day and your picture being painted. There is going to be stress points at some point during this whole thing. You're going to be irritated at each other and you just have to re- take a step back and remember what's actually happening and why. Such a good point. It's about how much you love each other and not about the color of the invitations or whatever. Yeah. I know you guys have done an episode on budget and things like mm-hmm. that. You know, depending on what kind of wedding you're going to have and, and what your expectations are uh, as husband and wife on what you want for your day, it is important to make the budget and, and you know, uh, stay within it. But just be prepared. Of, there are going to be unexpected costs and there's going to be things that you're going to be able to cut corners on to save money. And it's just really important to realize that you get one day in a lifetime to go all out and make it something that like you, you remember everything that day. And so I think advice and, and whatnot, again, would be just make sure that you make every detail and, and go the extra mile when you need to. But um, there wasn't anything that really drove me crazy. Uh, this is surprising, guys, because I'm absolutely crazy about this, if you haven't learned yet. No, uh, there was nothing. There's nothing that drove me crazy. But like Kaya said, there were there were times where I didn't have an opinion, and I just let Brianne run with it because, again, it was her day, and, and I wanted to make sure that she had what she wanted, and that's all that I really care about in life is just making sure that she's happy and, and has what she needs. So you mentioned going all out, and because it's a once in a lifetime thing, one thing we went all out on is our honeymoon. Can you talk about that briefly? Because you loved it, right? (laughs) Yes. We went to uh, Sandals, Jamaica, all-inclusive, and it was fantastic. We knew that that was going to be an expensive cost, and and so we knew that we needed to prep well before, and we made it happen, and we're able to get some miles by doing some credit card stuff that we already had planned in the future of getting together, joint uh, credit cards and whatnot. So we were able to, to utilize that, but yeah, that was... Another thing that I took part in and wanted that, that I didn't want to, I just wanted to lay out on a beach and have drinks delivered to me and just soak up the sun and, and with my wife. That was really special and, and so worth definitely it. worth it. So advice is, yeah, think about not just your day, but your week or however long you're going to take after and make it special. And again, make it, this is your time. Start your marriage off on the right foot, really. Was there anything that surprised you guys about the wedding planning process? 
How much? I have no idea how much goes into a wedding. I think, you know, you just think about saying I do in a venue and food and having zero clue, at least for me. You literally plan every detail of the wedding. I I guess I never thought about who would actually do that planning, but it's us. (laughs) Um, That was the shocking thing to me. I thought, hey, overnight, we'll just write our guest list and plan the food and call it good. But every aspect, there's options, and I had no idea. Sticker shock. Good point. Weddings are expensive. (laughs) Honeymoons are expensive. And that was just absolutely brutal to me. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. That is shocking, yeah. The sticker price is really what I agree with Ethan wholeheartedly. I think our last question is was there anything that you like would have done differently or thought you like missed on your wedding day that you would have changed? No, it was perfect. I think so, yeah. I, I don't think there is anything. I think it, the day was perfect. I wish I would have had more time to actually enjoy it because it was so perfect. That is something, yeah, that's actually, you could throw that in the advice is, I mean, depending on how long your wedding and reception are, you're going to look back and go, I feel like I wasn't even at the venue. Yeah. Yeah. It goes it by so feels fast. feels like a dream. Yeah. It does, yeah. It, it feels like a dream. A good one, but a quick one. <laughs> I also, so fast. don't actually remember spending that much time with my new husband <laughs> totally like or anywhere when else we're, yeah. like, you try to go see people and then see so you kind of split up and yeah. Then, yeah yeah you have your guest list and there's still sometimes people that you don't even know if you actually had a conversation yeah. with yeah. Them we try to talk like half the yeah people. we do yeah. too and we always feel bad about that yeah, yeah. <laughs> we tried but that's what the honeymoon's for then you get to spend your time together yeah that's right I'd say advice, you know, there's going to be things that aren't perfect and don't exactly go according to plan, but just like we all mentioned, is that's not anything you remember. I mean, I just remember during the day, like, oh, this and all that. But at the end of the day, I mean, you're with your the people you love the most, and looking back, that's all you really care about are, are the pictures you had with them, the laughs, the beers, the music, um, you know, so don't stress in that moment. It's, it's all going to be okay, and I think you said earlier, Brian, what's, what's kind of meant to be is going to happen, whether it's rain. Yeah. Shine, snow, whatever. Yeah. Uh, whatever's meant to be is meant to be. I remember one of our really close friends told me, like a couple weeks after running, he goes, Katie, I don't think you stopped smiling at one point in your wedding throughout the whole day. And so I was like, that's a, like a really cool thing for someone to say because obviously I was enjoying myself. Yeah. And, it, and it's fun. It, it's, it's special. I think on that note, we'll wrap it up. But we want to leave you with the three key ingredients that will make planning your wedding a piece of cake. And we'll get these from the groom's perspective. So could each of you give us your key ingredient? Patience. Patience <laughs> is my key ingredient to have between both the future bride and groom. You definitely just stole the one I was going to uh-huh. <laughs> That's why I went first. <laughs> um... Respect each other's opinions, even when there is no opinion. Solid. That's a great one. Yes. Good luck, Parker. (laughs) I think my key ingredient is have fun. Yeah, I think that's great advice and what I hope people take away from this episode. All right. Well, thanks for joining us today. This was super great advice and a good perspective to have that's different from what we normally get. So thank you so much. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having Katie too. Thanks for being here. Thanks for letting me join your podcast. (laughs) So we are all headed out to do some wine tasting now. So cheers. 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 
If you enjoyed listening to us and feel like you actually got some good takeaways and tangible tips for your wedding planning, please, please, please go rate us, review us, share us with your friends. You can also find us on Instagram at pieceofcake.planning. Or you can email us at pieceofcakepodcast at outlook.com. So keep listening and share it with your friends. Thanks, and we hope your wedding planning is a piece piece of cake. cake.